Thanks for tuning in to the Prime Bookseller Podcast, the bi-weekly podcast discussing all things Amazon bookselling. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Prime Bookselling Podcast. I'm Eric. Uh, we're back with another episode, and today we're going to tackle a pretty simple uh, topic. Uh, shouldn't be too long of an episode today. I just want to give a broad overview of some of the third-party tools that you will be using within an typical Amazon book selling business. I'm going to focus mainly on two two different products, which is which is your listing software and your repricer. The reason why I'm only focusing on this, believe me, there's hundreds and hundreds of different variations of programs that people design for selling on Amazon and Amazon book selling and things like that. These are the two that we're talking about today are the prime ones that I think you need to have for any business. And I'm going to reiterate what we had talked about before about the Amazon API. This is where the Amazon API plays a big role. So if you haven't listened to the episode about the API, we talk about some of the pitfalls and some of the weaknesses of the API that I think are very important for you to understand when using these tools. Because while they do pull information directly from Amazon, the way the Amazon serves that information up can be deceiving and it's important for you to understand what it's showing you and how it can deceive you. So if you haven't listened to that episode, jump back. It's maybe three episodes ago. You can give that episode a listen so you understand. So let's just jump right into, I'm not going to specifically talk about any reprices, specific tools. I'm just going to give a broad overview of what these tools are and what why you want to use them. So we're going to start over with the listing program. And the listing program, what this software generally does is it's going to enable you to more efficiently and more, more quickly list your inventory to Amazon. So this tool is not required for a beginning seller because Amazon does have these tools built into their backend seller central website to do it. Most sellers eventually leave that those tools behind and switch to using some sort of third-party software. And just the reason for that is, is because when you're listing an item through Seller Central, it can be a five, six, seven click process to list the item, which is quite, takes a lot of time. And a lot of these softwares will take that five, six, seven step process and it's going to reduce it down to two steps which makes you way more efficient at listing products. And and in the end, being more efficient, again, with any business, time is money. And by having a tool that makes it that you can list five times faster or seven times faster than you normally could, obviously that's going to save you a lot of money in expense in time to get your products online. So the So basically what I tell everybody, I highly recommend that that because the listing softwares by no means are cheap, but they aren't, if you look around, they're they're not super, super expensive. So if you're committing yourself to building this business, I encourage people to, to just get a uh, listing software right away. Duh, but if you look at the prices of listing software and you say, I'm not... I'm not shelling that out until I know, you know, what this business is going to really become. Then by all means, you can start with that manual process, but just realize that inevitably at some point in time, 
the listing software is probably going to come into a play because most people at a certain point just get to the vo- they're listing a volume of inventory that listing it through Amazon is just not feasible anymore. That's kind of the nutshell of a basic listing software. So now let's jump over to the other important tool that you're going to use in your business, and that's a repricer. And again, this repricer connects into that same Amazon API, occurs at the same pitfalls that we discussed in that previous episode. So again, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back so you understand it. But what a repricer does is is it's going to sit and pretty much all of the repricers on the market now sit up in the cloud. For anybody that doesn't understand that term, it sits up in the internet and it's it does it's not something you have to run on your computer. It's just always sitting out in the on the internet and monitoring your Amazon inventory. And generally there are different kinds of repricers, but the repricer that we're going to cover throughout this podcast uses what they what Amazon refers to as the repricing messaging system. And how that works is what happens is if you have an item in physical inventory in your Amazon store, whenever any seller that has that same item in inventory adjusts their price, Amazon automatically will send a message to your repricer and say, hey, just so you know, this item has changed in price and it'll give them a bunch of information about what the price was, what the price is now. And then your repricer will look at that message, read it. And based on the rules that you set within your repricer, will it adjust your price to what it should be now that the market has slightly changed? And then the repricer will send a message back to Amazon and say, hey, change this price to this. So um, that's the repricing system that we recommend everybody use. And the reason why we recommend this system is because when you're you're using this system, as soon as a price changes, your repricer is taking action and repricing. And which obviously, if you think about that, that's the way you want it to be. I mean, you want your prices to be constantly adjusting with the market. The other type of repricing technology that's out there is an older technology And because it's older, it's generally cheaper. So if you are looking at repricers and you're like, wow, this repricer is really cheap, it's probably because that repricer is using the older technology. I can't confirm that for you, but we will talk a little bit about the repricers I have experienced with in another episode. And we'll talk about which ones use which technology. But the older technology, what it does is you, you more or less configure it to say, I don't know, every two hours, the re- you tell the repricer, every two hours, go out, grab all my inventory, pull it down, ask Amazon for the pricing information for those items. Once Amazon returns the repricing information, adjust the prices on all my items, send them back to Amazon, and then we'll do it again in two hours. That's basically the extent of how it works. So what it's doing is it is still adjusting your prices. It's doing one, uh, you know, it is not by any means a bad technology. It just it's that if something changes right after you run a reprice, it'll sit there and your price will be out of date for two hours before your repricer comes back in and readjusts it. And as you'll if you actually watch some of these messaging systems repricers, you're gonna see that I mean, in that two hour span, 
that that your items were were sitting there waiting to be repriced again, there might be literally 12 price adjustments in that period that you're just skipping right over and not adjusting to because because your repricer only checks it every two hours. As you can see, I mean, very different technologies. I feel like the first one, the messaging system, is far, far superior to the other technology. But then again, there it, it does come at a cost. I mean, uh, we're talking quite a significant difference in price from... I mean, you can get the older technology repricer and you can pay $10 a month for it. Generally, the messaging system repricers are going to start at $40 and go up from there. So it's really, you have to kind of cost balance which one is the better solution for you. And we will go into more details about those repricers. I actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the tools I recommend um, in our system. What we're trying to achieve through with our system is I want to make everything as simple as possible for people. I feel like uh, most people, most of the people out there that are talking about how to sell sell on Amazon, they're, I feel like they're making the system way more complex than it needs to be. And I want to make this podcast about keeping it as simple as possible, you know, and I want to give the information that's going to, this is core information, simple at the simplest level is going to make you successful in your business. If you want to go dig dive dig deeper into the weeds and figure out you know more advanced type stuff that you can do to make your business better, by all means do that. I just don't want to overwhelm people that are first starting out with all of this more comprehensive thing things that you can do within your business that you don't really need to do because and the reason why I say you don't really need to be doing it is because I keep my business really simple. I've been operating as a bookseller for 13 years and have been successful. So if you if somebody tells you you have to do one of these complex things that I don't talk about, um, they're lying. They're lying because I, I don't do those things. <laughs> so we're going to try to keep this as at, a, at a basic level so at a place where I feel like anybody can very easily get their business up and running. Sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent on that, but I just want to lay that out there. So, but that kind of breaks down the two tools that we are going to discuss throughout this podcast. And they're also the two tools that I think pretty much every Amazon seller will use. To be honest with you, beyond those tools, yeah, there's a lot of other tools out there. There's tools out there to handle your sales tax, accounting, all sorts of other things within the Amazon ecosystem, um, feedback, things like that. In my opinion, all of those tools, while maybe with the right business, they're a required tool and they're a useful tool. With an Amazon book selling business, I don't see a reason why you need any of them. By all means, if you want to look at them, you want to play with them, you want to try them out, go for it. But for the most part, I think they're very unnecessary and you might just be throwing money down the toilet by using them. So, but we are going to talk more in depth. We'll go into, I can tell you if you want to start researching and wait, waiting for the future episode where we cover the tools, the main listing software right now that I'm we're, going to recommend is called Inventory Lab and you can find that at inventorylab.com and the main 
repricing software that I recommend most people look at is called Aura. It's A-U-R-A. And just, uh, I believe it's goaura.com, but I would just recommend that that you just type in Aura Repricer and Amazon will give you the right domain. They have kind of a funny domain because there's another Aura out there. So if you just go to Aura.com, you're not going to find the actual Amazon Repricer. It's some weird thing. So, but we will cover those tools in detail in future episodes. And like always, if if you do have a, if you're looking to get jump into one of these tools right now and you do have questions about it, feel free, reach out at sales at kingsridgemedia.com. And uh, I'm happy to ask any questions, answer any questions you might have about the tools. And then as always, uh, check out in the show notes, we do have a lot of services that we offer for Amazon booksellers, including uh, a support line that you can open up an unlimited number of cases with questions about your Amazon book selling business and our team will help you work through those issues. Um, as, pl- as well as what I think is the holy grail of any Amazon business, we offer a lot of services that help you source inventory for your store. That includes an Amazon lead list, which is basically an Excel spreadsheet of books that we think you can buy on eBay to sell profitably on Amazon. And you can just take that list, go through it, figure out which books you want, order them in and ship them into Amazon FBA and sell them for a profit. As well as we do have a similar service to the lead list that actually plugs into our existing suppliers and does the same thing. And generally those services, there are, we do have minimums with what you can purchase from those services, but you also do get wholesale pricing on it. So you generally get, generally will get the inventory cheaper than you would have gotten it just by purchasing it offline. So, so um, if you're interested in any, any of those, check out the show notes. You'll see links to learn more in, info about it. And once you go check out the info, if you're interested in exploring it further, you can set up and book a call with me and we can talk about how we can help you with with that and what services are probably the right match for you. So uh, with that, I'm going to wrap this episode up. I thank everybody for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Prime Bookseller Podcast. Join us for the next episode as we discuss all things Amazon bookselling. selling.